This is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark, and I'm Mark Scarborough. And I'm Bruce Weinstein. And every week on Cooking with Bruce and Mark, we talk about food and recipes and appliances and tips and tricks, everything that makes cooking more fun and much more delicious. So a few weeks ago, and uh, before I got this autumnal drip, which is making me sound like a bass, a few weeks ago we did an episode uh, in which we answered questions about the Instant Pot online. If you don't know, we just published the Instant Pot Bible which is a giant 350-page book of Instant Pot recipes. So we've been very active in the Instant Pot communities online, and we did this thing where we just pulled some questions off and answered them in the podcast, and we're doing the same thing, right? Yeah, it was really popular. Everyone seemed to like that we were answering these questions, so we decided to go back to Facebook this morning to the Instant Pot community group, Right, and we picked out seven or six, we'll see how many we have time for, Questions right off the group, and we're going to answer them. Okay, so I'm going to start with one. Okay. So this is – now, we're using people's names, but we're not using your last Just name. Just your first name. You may recognize yourself <laughs> if you're hearing us. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm sorry. First of all, I'm sorry that I'm going to clear my throat 5,000 times because I have this ridiculous drip. But nonetheless, um, I'm also sorry if you're offended that we used your name. We've tried to kind of keep this mm, impersonal, yeah, right? Yeah, first names only, though. Right, first exactly. So um, Caroline had a question. Uh, in which she said about natural release of the pot. She said, is it best to leave it on warming mode or unplug it? Now, I have a very specific answer to this for me, but I'm going to let Bruce go first <laughs> so and say what he thinks. First, for those who are not familiar with what natural release means, it means that once your Instant Pot has finished cooking, the pot is under high pressure and you can't open it. So the pressure has to be released. Right. You can either do it quickly by flipping a switch and all the steam rushes out, or right. you do it naturally by letting it cool down naturally. So And if in in if you're not if you're brand new to the it's pot world, this is often referred to as what QR and N R yeah, in people or N P R National Natural Pressure Release. Na- na- national Public Radio. <laughs> um, but I just see it as QR and N R right. a lot. So here's the thing. She asked if it's best on warming mode or to unplug it. On warming mode, it will never come back to normal pressure. Right. Because warming mode means the heating element is staying on to keep your food warm. In other words, normal pressure meaning when you could open the pot, yeah. unlatches from the pot. I am super OCD, and I know that on the instant pots, if you don't have it on warming mode and you just let it come back, right, and you turn it off and you don't have it on keep warm, right. it will eventually come down. But I am super OCD, and I always unplug the pot from the wall. I know that that is crazy. If you have a step to do after a natural release, let's say you have a recipe where you do a natural release and then you're going to have to boil it down a bit inside. Yeah. I know you have to plug it back in. It seems like it takes a little longer then. But I'm just super OCD about this, and mm-hmm. I just want to unplug it from the wall, and that way there can be no mistakes. But let me say, Carolina, that if you want to leave it plugged in, you can do that, but make sure that your warming mode is off before right. you hit start or right. before it starts cooking. Right. And all the machines have a warming mode function and there is a way in every single model to make sure it's off. Okay, so this is a long question, and it comes from Brandy, and I'm just going to read it, what it says. I've had my six-quart IP since March, and since then I've tried four different recipes, three of which have failed. Oh, no. I want to like this thing, and so far all I feel like I've done is waste money. I like cooking the exact uh, with exact instructions, and those just don't seem to exist for the IP, or else I just can't find them. Uh, there's just so many variables, such as the amount of water needed, trying to figure out how to determine the size of the pot, 
uh, altering it for six quart if necessary. I'm probably making this harder than it is, but I just don't get it. Pretty much ready to get rid of the thing. So I actually responded online to Brandy with this, and I want to say what I said, um, okay. which is that I know a lot of people, especially in this group, come online to find free recipes, and yeah. it's great. There are hundreds and hundreds of wonderful recipes available. Wonderful. Wonderful that are tested I'm, and worked. I've been looking in that Instant Pot group this week after we published our book, and honestly, many of you should also write an Instant Pot book. <laughs> Because there's some beautiful recipes on there. But the thing is, if they're written by just a home cook and there are some wonderful home cooks out there, it's not necessarily going to be geared towards every size of cooker. It's going to be geared towards the size of cooker that that person has. Right. And so that could become a problem. And so what I suggested is to contact Brandy. If you're looking for a specific recipe you see online and you're not sure – um, send a private message to the person who posted and ask right. them, did you test it in a six quart? Did you test it in eight quart? Yeah. And that's also a good way to find out, did they actually test it or did they just throw something up? Because you want to make sure it was a tested recipe. And let me also, and this is going to be really, really self-serving, so please forgive me, but let me also pump my own book. Not to say that my recipes are so great, but just to tell you that we worked with the publisher this week to make sure the entire table of contents of the book is up on Amazon. So if you go to the Amazon uh, site for the Instant Pot Bible. That's the one by Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarborough. There's a second Instant Pot Bible out there published by someone else, but this is our book. This is Kindle only. Yeah, this is our book. If you go out there and you look at the, not the Kindle edition, but the paperback edition, even if you're going to buy the Kindle, you'll look right under the picture of the book title and you'll see other JPEGs right under there. That's the whole table of contents and the table of contents lists every single recipe yeah. in the book so you can see what's in the book. So this can help you determine whether this is a book for you or not. And not only that, if you have a three quart or a six quart or an eight quart, you will find every recipe in our book works because when Mark wrote the book, he made sure instructions and know-how were in every recipe for every size cooker. Right. It's you know, it's sized out. Yeah. All, that there's there's adjustments you have to make for for eight and three. We went with six quart as the standard and then adjusted for eight mm -hmm. or three based on that. But let me just say, again, this is a great, We I thought this was a great idea and I wanted to put the table of contents of our book up on Amazon because um, again, you, you could look through there and think, no, I don't think this is for me. Or you right. could look through it and say, wow, look at all this stuff exactly. I, that I want to cook. Exactly. So it's, it's just a good way to know exactly what's in our book versus what's in other And to decide books. if it's for you or not. Exactly. Right. And I think that that's really important, Brandy. Yes. I think that Bruce is right. There's some recipes that appear online that don't appear to be tested or don't or appear to be kind of funky in one way or another and honestly if somebody's posting a recipe he's right just ask, ask them. them ask That's them where they Facebook's got it for. Yeah, ask them where they got it ask them if they made it up ask them what size they use yeah that's, totally that's, that's what social media is about absolutely okay. i want to read well, some... that and hookups but that's another question <laughs> anyway and another website <laughs> so i i saw a post by amanda this morning she had a picture of a blue viva model instant pot ah, viva is the ah. model that qvc was selling. right 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 so she clearly bought on qvc good for you mark and i've been on qvc a lot and i'm sure you bought it when dave in the kitchen with dave dave's a fun guy he is a so, great guy i want to say just a minute i just want to pause before you get to the question that dave venable on qvc is a fine man is. and uh, listen bruce and i have done a been at this cookbook career for a long time. We've met a lot of people backstage.
days. You've been on the Today Show and been on all kinds of shows and been on The View and all that. And Dave is one of the truly most genuine oh humans I have so ever so real. Into. He's so real. He's so real. None he's, of it's fake. He doesn't go backstage and change and wipe that smile off his face. Now That's he who does he is. It, and he's so kind. That's it's just kind of amazing. Yeah. All right. So Amanda said she's seen a lot of recipes that say put your machine on manual and then a time. Right. She says her pot doesn't have a manual button, so what she's supposed to be using, please help. So I looked at the front panel of her machine. Of the, the Viva? Viva? Yeah. Oh, good for you. And you have to just hit pressure cook. That's, uh. That has um, that does have buttons for broth and chicken and beef and all that, um, but it does have just a pressure cook button as well. Right, and right, that right, right. is what is manual. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Bruce is, the, if you don't know, Bruce is the chef in our duo and I'm the writer. So he's really actually dealt with all of these pots in the kitchen cooking all these recipes. Don't some other models of the Instant Pot also have a pressure cook button? Or yes. is this the only no, one? No, no. Some, some there are others. The new Ultra has a pressure cook setting. Right. Um, but the difference between the Ultra and I believe the Viva is sort of a takeoff on the Duo. And the difference is on the wow. Viva and that's, the Duo. That's so complicated. I didn't even follow it. But go well, on. Well, it's basically a Duo that they named Viva for QVC. Okay. But it looks just like a Duo. Okay. So once you hit pressure cook and then you hit your time, there's no start button. You just stop. Now, if you have a newer model, if you have the Ultra, after you put it on pressure cooking your time, you must hit start. So okay. some of them have a start and some of them don't. Okay. And in between pressure cook and time and start or no start is when you must take your warming mode off. By okay. default, it will go on in all models. By default, keep warm is on. So before you hit start or before you let the machine okay. start on its own, Make sure the keep warm is off. But the short answer for this question is that it's the pressure cook yeah, it's button. The short answer, and that 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 then you. I would, don't like short answers. Uh, well, I. <laughs> and I will yet, make. And yet, I'm the one with the PhD. <laughs> um, I bet, nonetheless, this somehow Slap. somehow indicates that the pressure, and then you change the time, right, yeah. based after yes. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So another question. So Sean was wondering, and this is what he says, if any, has anyone done a prime rib roast in their Instant Pot? If so, do you have a recipe? And then he put a smiley face. I have read that you shouldn't, and I've also read that you can. Help, please, LOL. Okay, now I want to I just say, I'm going to bring my PhD and swing my PhD in English in Your here. Your big PhD. Yeah, it's really scary. And I'm going to bring it in and say, the deal here is the difference between the modals shouldn't and can. He was very good to use those. Yes, I he like was. That. And those modal verbs are really, those auxiliaries are important right well, here. Wait, I said he. Sean might be a woman. There yeah, was no picture. That's right. So, um, so listen, uh, can you? I'm going to answer that right now. The answer is yes. Of course, you can cook you, almost anything in it. Almost. Motor oil? Almost any food can be cooked uh, in the oh, pressure okay. cooker. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> that's really good. Can you? Can I, you? Then, yes. That, so the Should answer you? is yes. With a qualification, you are not, even in an eight quart, going to get a five pound prime rib in that pot. I just doubt you it. You might get a five pound in an eight quart, but in a three quart, yeah, you'd be lucky to get a two bone, yeah, a two even boner those bones in. Are but, big. And you might have to set it on Did the you side. Just say boner? Hey, you're going to get a two boner in there. Okay. It's you not, might get a three boner in the eight quart. It's not that kind of podcast. Anyway, um,. <laughs> I, let's go back to my PhD. So, uh, can is you could swing your big PhD. Uh, uh, stop it right now! <laughs> stop it, family podcast. Um, so, can yes, but should 
Mm. That is debatable. Here's the thing about prime rib. The reason I love a prime rib is because I like a rare, beautiful, juicy piece of meat with you a bet. crusty outside. You bet. Like a good strip steak. You like. bet. Now, when you put meat into the Instant Pot, the point is to make it soft and tender and falling apart. That will happen to the prime rib. Right. And that's great. If you want your prime rib to be like pulled beef, right. like barbecue, you could do that. But you're going to spend up to $26 a pound right. for that prime rib. Right. So you could also go spend $6 a pound for Chuck right. if you're going to do that. And we don't know whether Sean means a bone in or bone out because there are now boneless. I Honestly, boneless let me just tell you right now that I am – I am the fan of the bones. In my opinion, you roast a prime rib in order to cut the eye of meat off and then gnaw the bones. And that's and the throw away the eye. Yeah, and throw the <laughs> eye out. I don't care. And all I want is the bones that it has been resting on top of. But okay, if Sean, you're listening, and if you want to know a little bit more about cooking, and this is going to be another shameless plug. I'm really sorry, but we have a fantastic recipe for a prime rib in our book the kitchen shortcut bible mm -hmm. and it is not this doesn't sound like a shortcut but it's actually this way that you roast the roast beef so that it is super rare all the way to the edge you do it at a low oven temperature about 200 degrees right and then you bring it way up and you crunch it up anyway that's in our book the kitchen shortcut bible that was really shameless and i'm yeah. really <laughs> sorry it had nothing to do with my phd so the short answer to your question is can you yes should you not in our opinion but right. it's up to you to decide um, right. if you want to have that luxuriously falling apart tender and the taste of prime rib and don't mind spending $26 a pound to get that, then go for it. Okay, so April, here's another question, and it's from April. And she says, has anyone ever halved a recipe in the Instant Pot? And uh, would you half the time as well as the ingredients? Now, this April, we're about to descend into physics, which is not my PhD. But the answer is no. And it's You it's, do not have the time, it's, not at all. It's complicated. But here, just remember this. The Instant Pot, like every single pressure cooker, even the one our grandmothers had that blew out the front of their house one day, <laughs> even those old stovetop pressure cookers, every single pressure cooker works by steam. It works because steam is trapped inside the pot. It has no way to escape. It builds and builds pressure. And if you remember your physics, it changes the boiling point of water, which goes way up under that high pressure so suddenly water boils at 250 252 fahrenheit all of those physical changes happen inside the pot to make it happen if you cut in half a recipe you may not have enough liquid in the recipe to fill the space in a six quart pot and make the steam requisite to make the pressure so basically what mark just said is that not every recipe can be halved because Correct. there may not be enough liquid. Correct. So just think about it this way. If you're using a six-quart cooker, um, you, according to Instant Pot, you should have two cups of liquid. That's a lot. That is a lot. Now, a lot of our recipes call for only one cup of liquid, and they work, and Robert Wang at Instant Pot told me that that was a good thing because a lot of meat and other things give off liquid. So if it's a stew or if it's a brazy thing and you have at least one cup of liquid and juicy meat or juicy vegetables or canned tomatoes, you will be okay to cut it in half as long, again, as long as you're left with at least one cup right. of liquid. Now, cutting the time in half, not at all if you're using cubed meat or nope. chicken breast. Nope. The only reason the only reason you will ever have to cut the time down and not even in half is let's say you were to put in a one-pound chuck roast instead of a two-pound chuck roast. Yes, the one-pound chunk. But it doesn't make half. It's not half. It'll cook faster than the two-pound, but not half. So... 
If you had it cut in pieces for stew, 20 little one-piece pieces cooked just as fast as 10 just, little one pieces. Just remember, April, that, that the Instant Pot is not an oven. And what happens, what you've learned to do and what I've learned to do in an oven is not necessarily what's going to work in a pressure cooker. So it's true that we could shrink the size of the pot right in an oven and have it have everything and maybe we'd end up with a stew that cooks in about half the time it's not going to work that way because of the way pressure works on planes on surface planes inside the pot we also discovered and let me just add this as an addendum we discovered in all the months that we tested these recipes that when we try to just simply have a six quart recipe for a three quart cooker it sometimes didn't work and the problem was let's say Bruce is right you had a cup of liquid in the six quart so now you cut it to a three quart and you have a half a cup of liquid and now suddenly it's actually not enough it was enough with the vegetables and all of that to make the steam requisite in the six quart but now once we cut it down to half a quart it didn't work and so you'll see in our own book for example it'll say for a six quart uh, for a three-quart cooker, reduce the stock from one cup to three-quarters cup right. or to two-thirds of a cup. And that's because, again, we were just trying to get the right amount of steam to make the thing work. So we'll tell you in our book exactly what will work for you. Right. So, okay. So Tamara had a safety question I think it's really important to cover. Yeah. Does anyone feel safe running your Instant Pot while you're gone? If you're running your Instant Pot on the slow cook function like a crock pot, by all means, feel free to go out. Remember, though, no, that and we and, okay, Well, we talked about this last the last podcast too. On the slow cook setting, the instant pot cooks as if it's your crock pot on high, so it's going to cook much faster than Correct. you think. I am comfortable going out and mowing the lawn or even running to the supermarket with it on slow cook. I am not comfortable leaving the house when it's on pressure. Right. I, You know, take the dog out, run out upstairs, see what the kid's doing, um, help your kid with his math homework. Good God. Something like that. Well, sure, do that. But um, leaving to say, I don't know what, drive. Go to work? Yeah, no, you shouldn't do that. Now, I want to also add, and this is where I'm going to disagree with Bruce, do not forget that the Firemen's Association in the United States absolutely recommends that no one ever leave a slow cooker unattended in a home. I realize that this is absolutely contrary to every single one of us uses a slow cooker, right? We put it on the counter, we put dinner in it, we go to work. That's what it was invented we for. We come back and we eat dinner. <laughs> Unfortunately, a great percentage of kitchen fires begin from a slow cooker on the counter. Oh, that's frightening. It is frightening. And so I just want you to remember that that's the truth of the matter, that I bet you 10 bucks it's not going to change the behavior of anybody. And I bet you 10 bucks that the next time I make slow cooker, cooker food let's say you know i'm gonna make a stew for dinner i bet you 10 bucks i put it on the counter and drive away somewhere to a library or something and <laughs> teach a class i teach a lot of literary classes and teach a class on emily dickinson and come back and then we eat it so listen i'm not even going to follow my own advice but i feel it's responsible to make sure that I, you understand that insurance guidelines and firemen's associations and all say please do not leave a slow cooker unattended in a home and it, it's the same way and let me, let me, we're going to end this on these safety notes but it's the same reason like the usda says that beef should be cooked to 140 degrees Correct. for safety now this will take us right back to the prime rib question right when i cook a prime rib i cook it to 125 because for me that's the most perfect rare there is mark would prefer i took I, it out at 118 i would really like a good vet to be able to <laughs> save the cow and we eat it that way and it's delicious the usda says that's not safe 
They right. said the only true safety is to go to 140. Right. I just can't do it because to can't. me that's medium well. Yeah, I can't eat that. Yeah. And I won't eat that. I'd rather than not eat it. So I eat meat below, well, well, well below USDA safety standards. And we leave our crock pot on when we go to work, which the fire department says we shouldn't. Right. So, but I would not leave my pressure cooker, my instant pot going on pressure cook at all. Right. So this is this episode of Questions About the Instant Pot on the on the podcast Cooking with Chris Mark. We promise to be back doing non-instant potty things yeah. very soon. Yeah. But uh, for now, let's just say that we're part of the Instant Pot craze and we're thrilled to be part of it. And w- if you have any more questions about Instant Pot, don't forget that we are very active on Facebook. Bruce is constantly in the Instant Pot groups. He will be able to answer any questions that you might have. And I'd like to remind you to please subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss a single episode.